At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. On the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi on assignment today. It's okay. We got Casper downstairs. We got DJ Jeff. We've got Ben Britton. I've got my man Josh Applebaum joining us in just a second. Now, a couple things as we say hi to Josh. One, firstly, let's start with what's important, and that's you and Hurricane Henry. Not you, Josh. Hurricane everybody else. Hurricane Henry is barreling in on the East Coast, and that is nothing to trifle with. Mother Nature's acting up. So, again, if you're in the path of Hurricane Henry, be careful. Those of you on Nesson, like Josh, be careful up in the Northeast. I've ridden out hurricanes. It isn't fun. So heed that. Again, Northern Trust PGA, they've actually postponed the final round until tomorrow in Jersey because of Hurricane Henry. We've had a postponement with the Twins and Yankees today. So we go from 15 to 14 on the slate as far as Major League Baseball. So again, uh, this is fun. What we do, sports betting is fun. It can be tertiary income, but you got to be careful. Take care of yourself. So we start there. Two, I wanted to mention this as we get going. The road teams were 8-2 and two straight up yesterday. That continues a trend in the preseason. Now, we have to, throughout the next two hours, Josh Applebaum, we have to have a home field advantage conversation that everybody's been avoiding because for the first time since the merger last year, home teams finished below 500. Now, aberration right? 
No, stand, no fans in the stands. However, there's always been a misnomer about home field advantage. If you're just getting into betting, you're going to hear the misnomer that is there's a built-in three-point edge at home. Never really the case. Always right around 2.5, 2.7, somewhere in there for the books. Last year, the books were applying a half to a point favoritism to the home team. Now, we as bettors and the market will adjust this year and the books will adjust as well. But we have to have the conversation because since what 2019, I think I got it right here. It was only a 52% clip for home teams as far as straight up. Whereas, you know, over the last 20, 30 years, you can pretty much guarantee that anywhere between 55 and 60% of the time, the home team's going to win. So what, what am I saying here? We've been trending this way where home team favoritism isn't exactly what it's supposed to be or it's been in the past. So we'll tell you why, and we'll have that conversation. It's needed. With that, I welcome in my partner today, Josh Applebaum. Market Insights is the podcast. VSIN.com slash podcast. Dapper as ever. What's cracking, contrarian? <laughs> Patrick, I'm doing great, my man. And yeah, shout out to everyone in the path of Hurricane. And Patrick, is it Henry or Henri? I've heard different uh, different phrases uh, Henri was French? a great player for Arsenal back in the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thierry Henri. This is Henry with an I, Josh. All right, nice. I just want to make sure I get that right. But seriously, hope everyone is okay. I'm in Boston. Patrick, it's a minus 105 pick on whether I'll be able to get through this show and my uh, and my and my internet doesn't go out, my power doesn't go out. It's pretty nasty out here. Torrential rains, wind, everything. They already canceled the Red Sox game, but we're going to ride this thing as long as we can, Patrick. And I think you bring up some great points, you know, looking at yesterday uh, and we'll have this big conversation on home field advantage. Yeah. I think a lot of yep. betters Exactly, Patrick. And we saw these road teams do great. And last year, I think one of the big equalizers and a system that I really leaned on was short road dogs. If you're a short road dog, like plus six or less, you had a line move in your favor. It was really good last year in the pandemic year where you didn't really have this home field advantage that we're used to. So you're totally right, Patrick. You know, oftentimes you'll hear it's about three points, but it can be two and a half, two. It can depend on the, the stadium, the fans. Good you know, obviously point. you think of CenturyLink Field, Patrick, you know, obviously with Seattle, that's one of the best home field advantages. Also Arrowhead, one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. So obviously it can change here. But, um, you know, my biggest takeaway from yesterday, Patrick, we'll get to it. We did have some regression here with those unders. You know, we did a show last week where our poor producer, Steph, you know, she went nine and one with her parlay on the unders and had missed one of them. So she missed the whole thing. We saw that a little bit regression. We didn't think it could continue at 85%. I thought it was still worthwhile to ride this trend actually started five and one. You're like, uh Oh, this isn't good. We're, we're going to have a huge over day at a big market correction. But you saw those late games come through four and zero to the under. So it ends up going five and five unders now 22 and eight, 73%. So far, we got two more games today, but a lot to get to Patrick. We got baseball, we got NFL, and you're going to have to send Noah's Ark to come get me later. If I'm in trouble, I got you, Josh, two of Josh's <laughs> when Noah's Ark there. And um, you brought up a great point as far as the home field. And we're going to get to the factors that go into home field advantage. For example, over the past decade, the teams with the top five home win, win percentages, Patriots, Ravens, Packers, Steelers, New Orleans. Those make sense. We're going to give you a couple surprises, though, as we get it going here on the Lombardi line. It's v the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live on a Sunday from the South Point. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Michael Lombardi on assignment today. It's okay. I got, you. I got my guy, Josh Applebaum, of course. Market Insights is the pod. Will Hill's going to be joining in a little bit. Throughout the show, the theme is going to be home field advantage. What's it worth? to a better this year.
will tell you. We'll have an answer by the end of it. Trust me. There's so many factors. As a matter of fact, I'm watching soccer right now, or football, pardon me. And, you know, there was a huge study done last after last year's pandemic, or as we continue with Delta, but after the pandemic and just the implications of home field advantage in soccer. And they noticed that there were many less red cards, many less yellow cards, which is essentially throwing a flag on a soccer field. What does that mean? The referees were obviously influenced without fans in the stands. That had a direct impact on the home win percentage in soccer as well, Josh. This is very important. Yeah, it's really important, Patrick. And you bring up a great point because, you know, again, this is a misconception as well. And something that I didn't realize until later when I was, you know, talking odds makers and sharps and uh, reading some studies here. But you you really hit the nail on the head. You know, when we think of home field advantage, uh, I think the public narrative is, oh, it's a really hostile environment for the visiting team. They got to go into a new stadium. Uh, they got the fans screaming at them. They're sleeping in their wrong bed. Uh, you know, Patrick, my Patriots used to pull fire alarms in the Super Bowl for the other team. You know, whatever it takes to, to you know, kind of screw up that road team. But that's not the key. The key, as you mentioned, which I didn't realize until later, was the officials, the officials, the referees. Now, you don't need me to to, to have a uh, Scott Foster conversation here with you, with you Patrick, or, or Joe West, or any of these uh, officials that we think of being uh, lopsided to road teams or to overs. But the whole thing is, you know, officials are human, Patrick. And when they are yep. at a stadium with 60,000, 70,000 people screaming at them, there is a little bit of a reflex there to, uh, you know, depending on who the referee is, to lean a little bit more to that home crowd. So it's not exactly the deafening crowd. You know, I gave you examples of Arrowhead and CenturyLink Field. The real key is they've seen officials are a little less hesitant or they're more hesitant to throw flags or or red cards or whatever it may be on a home team and a little um, kind of more susceptible to throw flags against a road team, especially uh, young referees or refs who are uh, in their first couple few years. They're, they kind of want that crowd to be behind them. They don't want they don't want the wrath of the crowd. It's a great point by you. It's not exactly the dimensions of the field, the fans, the noise. It's more of these officials and referees across many sports are basically more favorable uh, to that home team. So it's definitely something that I didn't realize, and it's a great point by home, you. Home teams get calls, Josh, and it's very well put by you. Home, Listen, these officials, that's why you've, you've heard the automatic, automatic strike zone being discussed in baseball because these officials, they're impressionable. They're human beings, and home teams get calls. There's many factors, uh, the juice in the stadium, the juice in the stands, audibly at the line, you know, the ability for a savvy quarterback to manipulate the defense with that crowd noise. We'll get into all of it. The bottom line is this, since the merger in 70, last year, the teams that flew, stayed in a hotel, played away, won more than they lost. That's very important as we continue here on a Sunday on the Lombardi line. And again, don't read into the three. Again, it's very conditional where you're playing. Last year, Miami, Buffalo, Seattle, those were the top three as far as ATS at home. It's important. It's conditional as far as where you're playing as well. But that built-in three-point home field advantage no longer exists. Okay? We'll move on from that as we get you going here. Now, the Cowboys, and we'll get into what happened yesterday. You mentioned a little bit of a regression on those unders. Got the numbers here. The total split yesterday, Josh, 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Still 8-5 and five this week. And if you bet the under so far in the preseason, you're hitting at an 85% clip, 22 and eight overall. So you broke even yesterday, maybe lost a little bit with the vigorish. But again, we're still seeing an overwhelming under trend so far in the preseason. 
Yeah, we really are, Patrick. So let's just say, again, do we expect another 9-1 day? I thought maybe there'd be some aggression. You know, I definitely thought, you know, flat betting. And really, even if you wanted to take them all, maybe you're hoping for a 6-4, and four, you know, a 7-3. and three. You didn't get that. It was 5-5. Five and five. So my question, Patrick, and, and you know, we'll, we could throw this to Michael Lombardi. He's on assignment, though, is really the way these teams are handling these games now when you get to week two. Because we're really programmed and conditioned when we're betting on preseason. And there's a long conversation about whether you should bet preseason or not. I'm of the opinion that this is actually one of the best times to bet Patrick because it's an information based game right now and if you can take advantage of information on Twitter or what the coaches are saying they're going to come out and tell you what they're going to do perfect example from yesterday Patrick two information based bets that came through number one the Jets we talked about it yesterday where uh, we heard LaFleur, the head coach of the Packers, say we're not going to play Jordan Love. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. The only quarterbacks they had were Jake, uh, uh, Kurt Benkert and Jake Dolagala. And what do we see happening there with the Jets? Sharp line move, dog to favorite, plus two to minus two and a half. They end up winning 23-14. Information-based bet. Once you saw the tweet that you know Love wasn't going to play and you have these backup QBs who probably won't even play in the NFL here, that was a move to the Jets where it came through. The other one was Tennessee Titans, Patrick. As soon as we saw, and this was the opener of minus three Tampa Bay here, Patrick, everyone, as soon as we saw that uh, Bruce Arian said, we're not going to play Brady, and by the way, we're not going to play anybody, that minus three Tampa Bay got all the way down to pick them. And even after our show, Patrick, I saw it get down to even hop the fence and go to minus one Tennessee. So these are these information-based bets that are really, really important right now and why Sharps love betting preseason. You can say it's volatile, but if you if you hear what the coaches are telling you, that's a real built-in advantage here. Um, but I think the, the whole point is, Patrick, my question to you is, how do you think they're handling these games? Because, you know, we we thought that with four games, usually game three was the dress rehearsal. Now that there's only three, maybe with those overs doing better yesterday than they had so far, because you're playing more of your starters, because game two is now more of your dress rehearsal. Now you do have that break, that two week break after the third game up until, uh, you know, preseason week one. But that was my thing. Like, we're, go, we're unders are, are, are crushing it right now. They're doing great. But will that change with starters playing more? And you saw some regression yesterday, five and five, not another monster nine in one day like last Saturday. Well, you know what they say, Josh, death taxes and John Harbaugh really cares about the preseason. He did it again. Exhibition, <laughs> death taxes. Sean McVay doesn't give a flip. So conceptually, <laughs> these teams are going to approach this differently. A couple things. One, you almost threw it to Michael Lombardi because we miss our guy. <laughs> Two, Bill Berman, the executive producer of the Lombardi line is paying attention right now. Billy B, here's what I need from you. Where the hell is Michael today? We need to know that information, so keep me abreast of that situation. Number two, give me the number last yesterday as far as where the Cowboys and Texans close, because this is a huge story. Did you see what's going on right now with that number week one where we kick off the season with the Cowboys in Tampa? So, Josh Applebaum, I've got a book here in town. Dallas at Tampa. Do the books know something we don't? The Bucks are laying eight at Caesars, seven and a half mostly across the board. Why is that important? The Bucks opened to open the season hosting Dallas as a six and a half point favorite. Obviously, the key numbers in NFL gambling are, I should say, for the new betters, the two most important three and seven. Four is important, six is important, ten's important, but three and seven is your focus. We just went through six and a half to seven and a half on the Bucks hosting the Cowboys. Why? Dak Prescott. Varying reports as far as what's happening with that shoulder. We heard Mike McCarthy say he's not going to play in the preseason, but it's cool. He may not be 100%. He's going to be fine. Then we had a report come out yesterday. Talk about controlling the narrative. He's had, he, Dak Prescott, has had 
absolutely no setbacks in his rehab and remains on track to start September 9th, the game I just referenced, against the Bucks. Prescott couldn't have played tonight versus Houston. That's last night. We'll get into that in the line movement. But no point risking anything in the preseason. He will throw in pregame again, which he did yesterday. So what is the point here? The point here is you have to look at this line movement and understand that's telling you the story behind the scenes. Six and a half opener, eight at a book, seven and a half across the board at most books with Tampa laying it. That's a huge line movement and better should be aware. You're totally right, Patrick, and I think you hit the nail on the head. It's Dak Prescott. This is a guy that obviously, you know, shattered his ankle last year, came back. I've been watching Hard Knocks, Patrick. Not too impressed. It's been okay. Uh, Not the greatest overall, but, um, you know, I think with Prescott, his shoulder injury, and again, they've been coy about it. You joked yesterday they made a haiku from the Dallas Cowboys Twitter account that Dak will be fine. If he's fine, you probably don't have to tweet something like that out. I think with this injury, you know, there's a great equalizer in sports betting. You can have your opinions. You can see what Twitter's saying, but go to the odds makers. What are they telling you? Because uh, they're going to be the ultimate equalizer and let you know what's going on. So you're totally right, Patrick. You know, one thing I would recommend to a lot of bettors right now is don't just fixate on these preseason games today or tomorrow or this week. Look toward week one. It's not far off. And you're totally right, Patrick. When we're putting our heads down, sweating all these games yesterday in the NFL, uh, but, you know, behind the scenes, we see this huge move to Tampa Bay. So to me, it's got to be Prescott related. And these key numbers are so important. I mean, this game open minus six and a half Tampa Bay at home, hoisting the banner, firing the cannons, uh, all those cliches. And it's a big public play here toward Tampa Bay. However, now we've seen this move uh, big in favor of Tampa Bay. I think the key was uh, it's now up to minus seven and a half. Patrick, I see a lot of eights right now. This thing is really going up here. So you can look at it one of two ways. One, movement toward Tampa Bay. If you got it early and you got the minus six and a half, it had been six and a half all summer. And then it creeps to seven. Keep an eye on the juice. When it was minus 115 on the six and a half, that was telling you it was inching up. But I was like, hey, maybe this could buy a little spot. Everyone's on Tampa. Line didn't really move that much. Maybe Dallas has some value. Big move here to Tampa Bay. If you're late to the party, you're getting the worst of it. Patrick, I really hope I'm not going to have to do a hazmat on the Cowboys here because the way it's trending, if this goes to eight and a half, I mean, I don't know how high it'll get, but I think you're going to get so much betting here on Tampa with this uh, with this Prescott news that could provide a buy low spot with Dallas. Also, the under, Patrick. Maybe we get a lower scoring game here. We had a total of 52. As this number is moving toward Tampa, it's also coming down a bit, 52 down to 50 and a half. uh, And that would be a contrarian spot in a primetime game on a quote unquote high total that's falling. So again, big move to Tampa, but the key, if you jumped on the six and a half, you're feeling really good right now because now you're past that key number. Okay, We're going to keep hammering some of these tenants in your head and it's going to get annoying throughout the football season, but they're important. (laughs) And what Josh just said is the most important point about that opener with Dallas and Tampa Bay. If you're betting Tampa Bay right now, you're late to the party. You shouldn't be betting Tampa Bay. You could have gotten Tampa Bay at six and a half. If you're betting Tampa Bay at seven and a half or eight, you're getting the worst of it. That's a term you're going to hear very often. Don't, that's nice. Listen, you may still bet Tampa Bay, but you still may win the game. You didn't bet it correctly. There's a difference. Josh just brought up totals. Let's get to some of those key numbers when it comes to totals later on in the show as well. So, a couple of things. One, you had the 10 games yesterday, Josh Applebaum. You've got the two today, and you got a Monday night football game in the preseason to wrap up week two, Jacksonville, New Orleans. We'll get to that. Let's talk about a significant line movement with the Chargers. And what's the reason? I don't know, because I know this, Herbert's playing. We'll figure out the reason. San Francisco's in L.A. to take on the Chargers. This one opened two and a half, bet up to six at a couple of books. We officially have it five and a half. Again, you've got a quarterback competition with Jimmy G and Trey Lance. 
but we do know that, as I just mentioned, Herbert's going to play today. Now, whether it's a series, two series, three series, three has been general what most of these starting quarterbacks have been playing. But Herbert is going to play today, and we've had a jump from two and a half to five and a half or six here. Yeah, big move here, Patrick. And again, you know, when these moves, are, they're not injury related, you know, oftentimes, and I'm thinking Herbert must not be playing. It sounds like he is. So this just tells me, uh, for whatever reason, wise guys really like the San Francisco 49ers here. You look at these QB battles, Patrick, that's something to really lean on. You know, when the Patriots were playing the Eagles, there was actually a late move there to the Eagles. Patriots were like minus two. It flipped uh, at some shops to minus one Eagles. But that QB competition, teams with QB competitions, they're incentivized to play well and, and score and put up points and really win that battle. You know, this move, this uh, move here, moving toward San Francisco, going from, I saw Patrick like minus two and a half, minus three, all the way up to minus six, massive move towards San Fran here. But it reminds me a lot of Denver last night. The Broncos are in a similar situation. QB battle. We actually had Drew Locke and anyone who listened to Michael Lombardi, he really highlighted Drew Locke in that prop bet on who will start week one, take the first snap. It was minus 175. Now it's off the board. That was kind of a pick em, slight edge to Locke. And now, and now it's a, a fait accompli that it looks like he'll start. But Patrick, that reminds me a lot of, of Denver yesterday, where Denver at Seattle, they opened minus two and a half. They got all the way to minus four, minus four and a half. They ended up rolling 30 to three. So uh, again, will Herbert play? It sounds like he will. It, this almost makes me like it a little bit more, Patrick, because if wise guys who are moving these numbers are still hitting San Fran, even though Herbert's expected to play, that tells me that they have a really good edge here and they uh, you know, maybe have a source play here on San Francisco. So keep an eye out on that. You're also just, the total hasn't really moved too much. It's 34, uh, hasn't really moved off that. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, with yesterday, with uh, overs kind of playing a little bit better here, does the public jump on these overs today and just want to root for points? Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how totals do today, but Patrick, big move to San Fran. They remind me a lot of Denver yesterday who came through and I think ended up winning, what, 30 to three in that game. The market only becomes a reality when the ball is kicked, meaning that's the number. Until then, everything is driven by perception. Okay, the reason I bring that up is because Michael Lombardi has been telling us and drilling us, remember, Jimmy G is going to start week one. I know Ben Fox, our colleague here at VSIN, mentioned that Trey Lance at 125 to one, there's some books, BetMGM in particular, with some <laughs> liability on Trey Lance to win the MVP. Now, that is reminiscent of two years ago with MVP Mitch, as dubbed by Michael Lombardi. But point is, we're expecting Jimmy G to be the starter week one. The market right now is being driven. I just told you two and a half with San Francisco laying it up to five and a half or six. One of those angles that many like to take in preseason betting is backing a team that has a quarterback competition. Whether or not Shanahan is just blowing smoke with the quarterback competition with Lance and Jimmy G, that may be the case, but the betters right now are buying that this is legit. You like those quarterback competitions. You like to back those teams in the preseason. You're exactly right, Patrick. And the fact that kind of we like to bet against Green Bay Packers with kind of no quarterbacks yesterday, you actually want to bet on these teams that do have quarterbacks. And again, are incent that's the whole point. They're incentivized to play well to win that job. So, uh, Patrick, another thing, I kind of like a buy low, sell high spot. You know, San Fran is coming off a loss to Kansas City, 19 to 16, minus two and a half, didn't cover. Whereas the Chargers got that win over the Rams. And by the way, Sean McVay, thank you for uh, for not playing your guys and continuing to catch these unders here. So kind of you have one team that is off a loss trying to play better, another team that's won and maybe isn't taking it as seriously. That could also be an edge. And Patrick, I know we're up against it, but I just want to mention one thing real quick with that week one line with the Dallas Cowboys and, and, uh, and, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks could roll. They could win by 21. But if you consistently bet numbers, 
numbers after right. they moved a point and a half, you're gonna that's gonna hurt you long term. Again, any game you can win or lose, but don't get in the habit of betting these games late. You get the worst of number, that's gonna make you lose more than you win. Did you say up against it? You're growing up right in front of my eyes. I know. Aren't you proud, you're, you're Patrick? I'm learning from you. You're becoming a TV <laughs> up against it. That is who are you? Tom Brokaw in the mix. When we come back, <laughs> of course, the Giants and Browns today, preseason early. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. into horse racing so he went over to express bet and he got ten dollars as soon as he signed up you can do the same thing all got all you got to do is use the code vegas 1000 visit vcin.com slash horses again vcin.com slash horses if you use the bonus code vegas 1000 you're going to get 10 bucks and then earn ten dollars for every thousand dollars wagered up to a thousand dollars it's awesome so theme today let's be very like we're getting set for the football season what's the theme today home field advantage what does it mean in 2021 we're going to help you walk you through that also key numbers three and seven those are your key numbers six is then your third as far as margin of victory in the nfl it goes three seven six four ten tied 
Okay, so it's essentially the same thing. Understand the reason I bring that up is yesterday, Mitchell Trubisky, Josh Applebaum, as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, Michael Lombardi on assignment. I just mentioned that key number of seven because everybody's tripping about the Chicago Bears and Mitchell Trubisky having his revenge game yesterday, which he played very well. And the Bills, who's defensively were awesome. We'll get into fields. We'll get into Dalton. But the big news is Matt Nagy has essentially said that Andy Dalton is going to be your week one starter. As I look at the number right now, week one, Chicago in Los Angeles at SoFi to take on the Rams, that number has moved through seven. So it's gone from seven with the Rams favored to seven and a half. Josh, that's huge. That's so huge, Patrick. And by the way, MVP Mitch, of course, I'm, I'm getting ready to swap my first under of the day. I'm like, MVP Mitch, this is the MVP that we were, that we're waiting for. Michael Lombardi's head's exploding here, but he keeps scoring, keeps scoring revenge game there. So uh, definitely killed that under, played great. But great point by you, you know, that game right there, uh, Chicago at the Rams. And in terms of these QB competitions, Patrick, I think a lot of these veterans are going to win these jobs. You look at, you know, Cam versus Mac. You look at Dalton versus Fields, Jimmy G versus Trey Lance. A lot of these veterans are like minus 300, minus 400. So I think a lot of us are excited about the prospect of these young players, uh, you know, getting big plus money, winning these battles. Uh, we even have Jameis as a favorite there against Taysom Hill. Uh, but oftentimes, you know, when it comes to like parlays and props as well, you want to get rich quick. But typically in these these awards, we do see uh, the, the veteran favorites there cash these plays. Um, so we're expecting Dalton versus Stafford. But Patrick, you make a, a great point. Seven now to minus seven and a half. Now what I'm looking at here is the Rams are going to be probably the most lopsided play of that first week there. This is your Sunday night game, 8.20 p.m. on September 12th. And anytime you're in a primetime game, I like going contrarian. It's not just, it's not the end all be all, but especially if you have any indication of reverse line movement or some line freeze action. Now what I'm getting at here, Patrick, is in a heavily bet game like this, only about 20% of bets are looking at Chicago here. So from walking into a bar on, on a Sunday night and everyone's got a Stafford jersey sweating the Rams, I want to be contrarian, place myself on the side of the house, look at, uh, look at the Bears here. But I also want to see this thing come back a little bit because this opened at seven. It got up to seven and a half at some shops. And if you're going to sweat the Chicago Bears, you want to get the hook with the seven and a half and start to see that trend back down to seven. So if it's a plus seven and a half, minus 110 at a lot of these shops, you know, even, Let's see it get to minus 115. Let's see it get back down to seven. What I'm getting at here is, Patrick, if this goes to eight, then it's like, okay, all bets are off. This is a big move to the Rams. Maybe they maybe they roll here. But if you can get a seven and a half, buy low, keep this thing close, start to see it get down to seven, that's huge because if, if we see the Bears end up losing by seven, you cash with the hook. That's why these hooks are so crucial, especially on these key numbers. Great point, Josh. And there's still money to be made today. We'll go through the ramifications of the starting quarterbacks, including what's happening in Denver right now. Let's go ahead and set up that Giants-Cleveland matchup. I got an opener of the Browns. That's early. That's 1 o'clock your time. I guess it what would it be? 10 o'clock my time here. Henry, I'm just looking up, by the way. It's starting to get nasty on the East Coast. I'll be careful. Anyway, Cleveland open four. I got a couple of shops at five, and I got a total open 37, bet down to 35. Yes, a movement toward Cleveland here, Patrick. And I think this is kind of, you know, a little bit of the eye test. You know, we saw that first game with the Giants, who really struggled there against the Jets. The Jets cash another uh, sharp play there against the G-Men. I think they were plus two to minus two in that spot. Uh, but this is a G-Men team where offensively, they really haven't been impressive throughout the preseason. You look at Cleveland, on the other hand, they rolled against Jacksonville. They end up winning 23-13. Uh, that was actually a sharp move to Jacksonville. It did not come through there. Um, but I'm wondering if, um, you know, Stefanski is kind of like a McDermott, kind of one of these coaches that takes it seriously, has a good program. By the way, McDermott, uh, you know, rolling there yesterday, he's now, I think, 9-4 and four ATS 
overall. Stefanski, rookie last year, had no preseason. Um, again, will he get this program going and want to win these games? That's what I'm thinking about possibly with Stefanski. But you're right, Patrick. Movement toward Cleveland, some fours. At one point, it got to five. And this could be an under opportunity. 37 down to 35 with a Giants team that did not score at all there in that first game. I'd be looking at an under and a move toward the Browns here, Patrick. Hey, Josh, check and see if they threw the lock Bridgewater numbers back up at the books because Teddy played well yesterday and Locke stalled in the red zone. We'll find out if the books threw that number back up as far as a week one starter. Coming up next here on the Lombardi line, Will Hill joins Josh and myself. It's a Sunday. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. become an insider at vsin first you got to go to vsin.com right now and sign up for the daily newsletter which josh applebaum helps put together with bill ad you also have to get the nfl betting guide it's coming soon it's dropping within a couple of days here it's like over 300 pages of information there's no reason for you not to have this riding with you throughout the nfl season we give you profiles on every team it's kind of like a bible it starts here and then you do your capping from there vsin expert picks season win totals division finishes player awards Go to vcin.com slash subscribe again out right now. And that's just 20 bucks out right now is the college football betting guide. If you go to vcin.com slash subscribe right now and you get both of them, you're going to get a discount. Who doesn't like a discount? Will Hill brings those Groupons to McDonald's. Okay. Everybody loves a discount. Now I want to crystallize something I was talking about a little bit earlier when we're talking about key numbers in the NFL. So if you're talking about margin of victory since 06, now it changes year to year. There's some flux because last year four was a very important number, but since 06, as far as percentages, margin of victory, three is by far the key number. 14 and a half percent of games are decided by three points. Next up, seven, 9.2%. Next up, six, margin of victory, 6.2%. And then you've got four and 10, right around five and a half percent. So again, got to drill this into you, the key numbers. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line, I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Josh Applebaum with our buddy, Michael Lombardi on assignment. But we have our friend with us, Point Spread Weekly contributor, Joining the show, William Hill, who is in the path of Hurricane Henry. He looks good, though. He looks happy. He looks chipper on a Sunday morning. I think he's doing okay. How's the weather, my man? It's good. I don't have my pen and paper here. I'd be taking notes here. Like, very professorial here with these numbers, these percentages. I'm loving it. You did your homework. <laughs> Literally hosting for three years. He's like, you just figured something out, bro. Good for you. Uh, thank you know you. I've noticed, too, though, to, to add on to your point about the key numbers, I've noticed now these coaches, now they go for two a lot more. So six and eight, especially six, you get more good missed point. extra points than, uh, than in the past. These teams go for two randomly. I know Peterson was a big guy to just go for two randomly. So you see a lot more, more sixes and eights, a lot of weird numbers. So six is more of a key number than it used to be. Yeah. The sample size and everything's adjusted since the two point conversion, obviously uh, back in the mix. And Josh, again, I know it sounds annoying,
annoying sometimes, but new bettors have to understand these key, these key numbers. And if you don't, for example, and Will, we were talking about it earlier, if you're betting Tampa Bay, now this probably is driven, Will, by Dak Prescott and the shoulder, the bum wing, but if you're betting Tampa Bay and you're laying eight, you're late to the party in week one on that Thursday to kick off the season because it opened six and a half. Yeah, I saw some ten and a halfs pop up, then it shot back down to seven and a half, eight. I mean, that ten and a half to me is an overreaction. I think it's all a reaction to Schefter's tweet, where I don't know how exactly he worded it, but that Dak wouldn't be 100% all year between the leg and the shoulder strain, and and that number moved. It moved in a hurry. But uh, what are you seeing the consensus now? Eight eights around the board. Yeah, Josh, are you seeing eights? Yeah, eights are popping up right now, guys, and that this is huge because again, you know, we're seeing this movement toward, uh, obviously, toward uh, Tampa Bay here. I'm interested in the total though, uh, because again, do I really want to sweat the Cowboys if Dak is hurt, or we got Don Finucci in there? Not really. That would be kind of an information-based, you know, just a straight-up contrarian play in a heavily bet game. And we again, if you're late to the party and want to sweat Tampa Bay, you're getting the worst of it. To me, the under is what may have value, 52 down to 50 and a half, kind of a high total. Uh, number one, that's fa- uh, that's also falling right now as we speak. But, uh, Will, I want to ask you real quick, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, because I know you have a play on their win total. You know, they go 4-12 and 12 last year, but going into this year, they actually have the third easiest schedule in the NFL. If you look at their opponents from last year, they go 123, 148, and 1. They're playing a, a, a 454 win percentage with their opponents here. Their win total seven and a half. It's juiced up. I don't love betting on a rookie head coach, but I think you have an angle here with the Falcons win total. Is that right? Yeah, and it's been bet up to seven and a half from seven. I like the over. I think you get him plus 280. It was plus 300 to make the playoffs. I just think they were much more talented than they showed last year. I, I think they needed to move on from the coach. I don't think they ever recovered from the Super Bowl, and how could you? And you look at them last year, they blew a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter of the Cowboys. The next week, they blew a 15-point fourth quarter lead to the Bears. They had the crazy game against the Lions where they could have just taken a knee kick, the field goal, and won the game. Gurley goes in the end zone, and they lose it on the last play. Uh, I just like the coach. I think Arthur Smith will do a good job. I think he'll juice up the offense. You got Ridley, who's outstanding. Uh, you got Pitts, who's going to be special. I think he's going to be very gr- aggressive, very analytically driven, which I don't know that Snyder was, more of a defensive coach. You bring in DPs to coach the defense, who's very uh, well-respected. He was with the Titans, retired, came out of retirement to coach this unit. So uh, I just think that there's an up arrow for the Falcons. You look at the quarterbacks, you know, you reference the schedule. It's the NFC East and the AFC East, so they're playing Daniel Jones, Tua, Hurts, Fitzpatrick, uh, Darnold twice, Winston twice. They pay, they play Patrick's Lions, so they play golf. Thank you. Uh, other than <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Other than Brady in a banged up Dak, they really don't play a lot of really uh, you know upper echelon quarterbacks, which is a key going in. So I could see this as a nine ten win team. I think they're a coin flip to make the playoffs. I think they'll be a lot better. Okay, so they got pummeled yesterday, but don't read too much in the exhibition. One thing I will say, Will, you saw the news: AJ McCarron, the backup quarterback, serious knee injury for the Falcons. But to your point, I think Arthur Smith is a huge loss for Tennessee. And also, when we say don't look too much, Josh Applebaum, into the preseason, remember in 2008, you remember the Lions? Will knows the Lions. They went 0-16, oh oh but they were 4-0 in the preseason. And that, and that is why Arthur Smith is a new age coach. He doesn't care about these preseason games. The Atlanta Falcons have looked terrible in weeks one and two. Josh, Sean McVay literally says to the media, I don't <laughs> care. I prefer joint practices. We can specialize. Don't read too much into it. Yeah, it's a great point, Patrick. You never want to get too high or too low, just like in betting. You know, if you have a great day, you want to feel like you're invincible and and double down. Also, if you're losing, you don't want to start chasing. You're always somewhere in the middle. And I think this is kind of the overreaction type uh, time right now to the preseason. Like, you know, another example, Patrick, uh, when it was my Patriots against the Colts every year for the AFC championship game, 
you would always see, and Ben Fox, our colleague at VEASAN, made this point, you would always see the Colts and Peyton Manning 0-4, 1-3 preseason. Didn't matter. They'd roll and win, you know, 10-12 games. So don't overreact to it too much here. Um, you know, Will Hill, if people don't know, by the way, uh, not only do you GM the Lakers, but you also dabble. I think you're uh, the head of the analytics department for the uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Is that right? What's your take on the Vikings win total? We saw people jump on it early when there was news that maybe Rodgers would retire. It's kind of come back down to earth a little bit. What's your overview on the Vikings? Would you go over under nine there? I'm high on them. I like the over. I think there are some eight and a half out there. So I'll always shop around for the best number. I like them over. I like them to make the playoffs at around even money. I like them. I think they're plus 250 to win the division. I think they'll be much better. And I was down on them last year. And the same reasons I was down on them last year, I like them this year. Uh, not every home field is, is equal. They have one of the better home fields in the league. They lost that last year. They get it back. Uh, they were very young last year. It was a bad year to be young with you know 15 rookies, no offseason training camp. So I, I think they'll bounce back. They had a lot of injuries on defense. Uh, a lot of reasons to like the Vikings here. I think they'll go over. Yeah, and your head coach seems like a fun guy to party with. <laughs> That's good. Fun dude. And Dr. Cousins as well. By the way, Teddy Bridgewater is trending right now for good reason. We'll come back, talk about the quarterback situation with the Broncos. Also, what's Will Hill's gambling temperament? What's Josh Applebaum's gambling cool. temperament? And what does that mean? We'll explain coming back here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Okay, BetMGM today, VEASAN 100 is the code, and here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. Today, if the Dodgers, nine straight wins, or the Mets lost, what, seven of eight, if either team hits a home run, which is going to happen, and you bet a buck, you're going to win 100. The bonus code is VEASAN100. Visit BetMGM.com. Again, Dodgers or Mets hit a home run. If you use VEASAN100, you're going to win 100 bucks. King of Sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly if you have a gambling problem. 1-800-GAMBLER. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line, hope you're having a great Sunday. Staying safe, those of you on the East Coast dealing with Hurricane Henri, as Josh Applebaum calls. Uh, <laughs> Michael Lombardi on assignment. He'll be back tomorrow. Look forward to the big guy coming back. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Let me set it up as we go three box here, of course. You got Josh Applebaum, author, engaged. Uh, he also is the host of uh, Market Insights, the podcast which drops Monday through Friday every day at noon, vcin.com slash podcast. Our, our, our partner in crime, William Hill, Point Spread Weekly contributor. So, fellas, we were just talking about, and I want to get to the quarterback situation with the Broncos. If anybody else is, is betting Hoffenheim and Union Berlin in the Bundesliga like me, we're screwed. Um, William... <laughs> We were discussing during the break the dangers of in-game betting, and I started in-game betting right around 07, and I was telling you, as far as my temperament, oftentimes I'll be running good, and then I'll have some tequila, and I'll wake up the next morning and wonder what I did to myself while I was in-game betting. That's very dangerous. This is a warning. What would you yeah. say your temperament is? Do you tend to chase? No, I think Derek Jeter had a great quote, great quote once. He said, I don't get nervous before games because whether I hit a game-winning home run or whether I go for five or five strikeouts, I've done both of those before. And regardless, tomorrow's a new day. So it's the same thing Good. with betting. Whether you go six for six, you go 0 for six, who knows? The, the next day you might do the opposite. So there's no point getting all worked up either way. It, it, it's really important to just you know, be even keeled and, and just look at it. And in terms of you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days. If you're getting all wrapped up over one game, you're looking at it wrong. I mean, you're going to have bad beats. You're going to have lucky wins and just try to stay the course and be even keeled. I think, I think that's a great, that's great advice. And I, I know I'm having some fun with the tequila, Josh, but <laughs> it is very important. Don't bet inebriated. What will yeah. said is, is important to keep everything in context. How about you? Nobody's more buttoned up than you. Nobody's more regimented <laughs> than you. Do you have advice for betters as far as temperament? Well, Patrick, you know, last time I was in Vegas, I think you might have seen me with uh, with some action there, a couple sweats going on. I, I can get a little crazy, but I, I would just say, Patrick, and I think we'll hit the nail on the head, uh, is you got to be a grinder. You know, this is something that is really, really important. You know, sports betting is hard. If it was easy, we'd all be millionaires. The books would go bankrupt. That's what makes betting fun, though, because it's a challenge. I don't think you can get too high or too low, just like Will said. I also think you got to have realistic expectations. You know, everyone wants to win big. You know, everyone wants to win 70% of their plays. That's just not going to happen. I think you got to have a realistic expectation that, hey, you know, I'm going to try to win 54, 55% of my plays. If I can win 60, that puts me at, you know, upper echelon of, of you know, your Billy Walters type numbers. Billy Walters considered the greatest better of all time. His career win weight, his career win rate, I think is like 58%, 59%, something like that. So I think if you just take sports betting as a grind and know that, hey, you're not going to get rich quick. But to me, you know, and again, I'm not a pro better. I don't set my own numbers, but I look at the market and I look for sweet spots. And if I can find a game where I'm simultaneously against the public with the house, I can beat the closing line. I'm with the sharps and I grind and flat bet. 
I'm going to take that approach long term. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, but to me, you never get too high or too low and have those realistic expectations. That's what makes betting a challenge. It's a challenge when you're winning to stay winning. It's a challenge when you're losing to get back in the green. So just stick with it and don't get too high or too low. I think we'll hit the nail on the okay, head. Okay, Will, and I want to follow up on that. Will, this one of the misnomers, again, and there's so many when it comes to sports betting, if somebody's telling you they've consistently for their career hit 60% of their bets, they're straight up lying to your face. They <laughs> Betters can hit 60% for a season. They can hit 60% for a year. But winning at a 60% clip for your career, you'd be a billionaire. Okay? Understand that sweet spot is right around 55%. If you're hitting 55%, Will, you're a very good and profitable better. Yeah, no doubt. And, and you hit on something, too. You, you alluded to it. Money management. I mean, yep. I, Billy Walters, I think, at, at one point said it, as good as he's done betting, there was one point where if one game didn't go the other way. He might have been broke. I mean, you, you got to be able to you could be 60 percent and down if you're just not money, you know, managing your money properly. You're weighting your bets differently. So money management is also key discipline. And, and don't bet every game. Don't bet. Don't bet a game just because it's on TV, just because you want something to do. Also, is important. Well put. Let's stick with you, William Hill. There are a few rosters I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with the Denver Bronco roster. The quarterback situation is something else, but I love the roster. I love the Chargers, and you like their new head coach. Let's discuss. You got him winning coach of the year. Yeah, the Broncos. I'll get back to the Broncos. The They've burned me too many times. The coach, that's probably a bottom five coach. He's just so conservative. He tries to win every game 13 to 12. I know Lombardi loves him, and he's a good defensive guy, but he's just so conservative. I mean, he loves to punt fourth and one from midfield. He's just, he's an <laughs> Will old, he's hates punting. Star. We should be very no, he, clear. He, am I wrong, Patrick? Am no, I you're wrong? not. No, you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, way too conservative, especially in that division. You're playing Mahomes and Herbert. I mean, you got to score in the 30s to win these games, and he tries to win every game 13 to 10. But uh, I like the Chargers. I, I think unless you watch them the past couple, years there's no way to explain how undercoached they were how poorly totally. managed they were with anthony lynn late game situations uh close games blown leads i think they blew two 17 point leads last year they blew three or four 11 point leads last year um and, and they got a new guy who's analytically driven he's a great story i think staley is a good bet for coach of the year because he's a great story this is a guy five years ago he's coaching the defensive backs at william and mary and now he's the head coach in la um they got a quarterback. They got to start the most important position. They get Derwin James back on defense. Um, it, it's going to be tough because they do have the Chiefs in the division. But if they can win 11 or 12 games, I think we've seen a new kid on the block win the coach of the year with McVay, with Stefanski last year. You know, he's a younger guy, analytically driven. The media likes that. So I like the Chargers and over. I like them to make the playoffs. And I think the coach, you get him at 14, 15 to 1 to win coach of the year is a pretty good bet. You know what the irony is of that, Josh? The <laughs> Staley's mentor, Vic Fangio. Is that Ooh. wild? So if Staley learned under Fangio wow. as defensive and schematically learned under him. He goes to McVay. That defense, including uh, Leonard Floyd, popped last year. They got the best player in Big football time. up front. And, and it, it just, I mean, and then he, he flips it to a job with a great roster. Uh, Josh, nine and a half. Will's going over. He's getting plus 115 on the over at DraftKings. Your thoughts on the Chargers? So to me, Patrick and, and Will, I think you made a, a great, uh, you know, a great breakdown there. But my only concern is juice-wise with the Chargers, and also are the Chargers a, a kind of team where, again, I'm high on Justin Herbert. I think he was absolutely awesome last year. He had a really good draft. I think Rashawn Slater, uh, just from what I've seen, you know, on Twitter and different clips, this guy could be the next great lineman in the NFL. You still have Keenan Allen. We also have a, a rookie head coach, and look at what the juice is with the win total: nine and a half under minus one thirty-five. It kind of reminds me uh, of any time, you know, during the summer. There's always that one team that. 
it seems like everyone falls in love with. A couple years ago, it was the Cleveland Browns. The year they got Odell Beckham. And really, to me, when there's no football, yes, we have you know preseason coming back right now. But all summer, there's that one team that becomes very, very trendy. My one concern in that tough division in that AFC West where, again, you're going to have to play the Chiefs in uh, tough games with the Raiders. And the Broncos have an improved roster. Their eight-and-a-half win total over is juiced up. My concern is that with everyone kind of really, really uh, being high here on Herbert and the Chargers, why is that nine and a half juiced up under minus 135 to the under? So it kind of tells me, you know, even though it's a popular bet, maybe be a little bit careful with it. I think they're going to be, it's going to be won or lost by, I think, one game. I think this is a nine and eight team, eight and nine team, kind of right around there. But my thing is, they're really popular. Why isn't the over juiced up? It's actually the under. That would be, uh, make me just kind of, you know, question it a little bit there with that win total. Okay, let's throw that up. And then, Will, I'm coming back to you. Let's throw up the Chargers there, Ben Britton. You see the nine and a half. What Josh is talking about is juice. You see that under nine and a half, minus 135. The wind is blowing down. So DraftKings is headed toward nine as a season win total for Chargers. William Hill, I'm looking at a book that has your name here in Vegas, and they've got the win total for the Chargers set at nine. Now the over is juiced at minus 140. So here we always talk about having multiple outs and shopping for the best number. Do you want to take that plus 115? Now half a game in the NFL is just mammoth. Do you want to take the plus 115 or are you going to pay the 140 juice on over nine? No, I would shop for the nine, pay the extra, and then if it lands on nine, I get my money back. Yep. As high as I am, and I mean, it's still the NFL. I mean, Herbert misses a month, your bet's in trouble. So, I, I mean, I, I would opt for the nine there, absolutely. I think you're right. Now, coaches, let's keep on the theme with Will Hill. First coach fired. I don't have a number on this. Zach Taylor, Michael Lombardi's boy in Cincinnati. I, I like this. Go ahead, Will. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can go through this. It's the same thing with Coach of the Year. There's a bunch of guys you can just scratch off, which, which is good about this award. I mean, Belichick, Arians, there's a, there's Andy Reid. These guys aren't going to be fired. There's about half the league, maybe 20 guys that aren't going to be fired. So you can really narrow it down. I think Taylor, look, he's won six games his first two years. Um, Burrow hasn't looked good from all reports in camp. So they start with the Vikings, then at the Bears, and uh, another road game at the Steelers. It's possible they're 0-3. They're, they're underdogs in the first three games. And then game four is home against the Jaguars. Now, that's a game they'll probably be favored in, could be favored in. But that's also a game where if you lose and you're 0-4, they might just cut the cord with him early if you're sitting there 0-4, losing a home game to the Jags. So uh, this one varies. You can get him 12-1, to 13-1, something like that. Uh, shop around because you know there's some variance in these numbers. Numbers. But uh, you got to think Zach Taylor's on the hot seat coming into the season. I think Will makes a good point. I think there's a good chance that Bill Belichick keeps his job this year, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Hey, let's give this guy some credit, Zach Taylor. He kicked a field goal in a meaningless game Oof, to cover the cover, number for dog man. betters. I mean, 636 this guy's, this guy's the play man. on Washington's <laughs> 35. Not that I'm paying attention. Kicks a field goal in a meaningless game to cut it to four, Will. That is asinine. I'm not going to imply that he had the over. He took the points. Maybe he just wanted to test out his kicker. Maybe he just wanted to test out his kicker. Don't imply that. Hey, before we're going to have you back in the next hour, we'll get some baseball plays as well. Your Yankees nine straight red hot, although postponed today quickly uh, giants at Cleveland. It's up to five. And then San Francisco at the chargers. You mentioned San Francisco's up to six. Are you feeling either of those two before we get you back here? Yeah, I, we've seen a move up with the with the uh, 49ers. I think they've made comments that they're going to play their starters at least for a quarter, maybe a quarter and a half, maybe get three or four drives out of them. The Chargers, they're not going to play anybody with Staley. So uh, maybe maybe 49ers first play is first half is a play there. Okay, you got a plug for me? Decent.com slash subscribe, <laughs> betting guides, college football, pro football, pictures of Josh Applebaum. There's everything in there. How about your Twitter <laughs> handle? 
At not the Will Hill. That's not his support. We, gotta the guy. We, we love you, Will. We'll see you in the next hour. That's Thanks, William Will. Hill, right, Point Spread guys. Weekly. Josh and I are coming back. I got an author with me. I'm going to pick his brain when it comes to sports betting. That's next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.